Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Boyd. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. It's about this time of year that we always talk on vision, and um, I'm going to try and unpack two types of vision that we have as Christians. We have um, the vision that we see in the Bible that God has for the earth's future, and we also have an individual personal vision. We're going to have a look at that. We're going to talk a little bit about it. This is a simple message, and what... What other kind of sermon is there? I'm going to try and make this as simple as possible so that everyone can remember and that we can all walk away and just be like, okay, I think I've figured out what our vision is. Um, Now, you get the vibe of it. We're going to talk about vision and what actual vision is, um, but I keep getting ahead of myself. Let's let's talk. Let's talk shop. Um, The scriptures speak of a vision for the earth's future, and it's saturated in love and grace and redemption and all things good. They speak about a God that loves this world so much that the divine himself turned up and though fully God, became fully human. Ferociously, he loved us all the way to the cross. He died for us to be free from death and sin. He came so that we could fully experience life the way it was always intended, in a loving relationship between God, one another, and the earth. So good. If you want to know who wrote that, it was me. (laughs) Uh, That's a quote. You can quote Luke Boyd with that one. Um, But that's what the scriptures say. Um, The scriptures, they also uh, are pointing to earth's future and everything that belongs in earth. Um, The Bible talks, when it's speaking about the earth and and everyone that's here and all the things included, it it uses these two as all things. Um, And you see all things appear quite a few times in the Bible, but I just want to talk about three times it says all things, so we get to understand the vision for all things, yeah? Yeah. So the scriptures say in Acts 3.21 that it speaks to a restoration of all things, a restoring of all things through the, the, the power of God. The power of God is he's in the business of restoring all things. Jesus came, we, t- we mentioned that in my amazing quote, um, and we're, we're seeing this idea that there's a redemptive God that's in the business of restoring all things. And Acts speaks to that, that the earth's future uh, and the vision for earth's future is in restoration. Uh, We also see in Colossians, one of my favorite passages uh, in Colossians 1, um, and it's in verse 20, it speaks about the reconciliation of all things. So there's a reconciling taking place, and we see that this is part of the vision for Earth's future as well. There's a restoration of all things. There's a reconciliation of all things. 
And also we find in Matthew uh, 19.28, we see that there's a renewal. There's a renewal of all things. All things. Now, I have, and I know that you probably have heard me talk about these three um, points before out of the Bible, but this is, this is a true thing. I've studied these hard. I've tried to disprove um, this idea um, because I thought it was too good. But it actually, it is just, this is the way God is. It is too good. When it says all things, it's literal. In the Greek, all things can only be translated as all things. All things. God's uh, vision for the earth and its future is in the restoration, the reconciliation, and the renewal of all things. You can give the Lord a clap if you like. Okay, so we're understanding this is earth's future. This is all things future. This is where we're going. We're, we're, we're headed towards that, yeah? We got that. So that's, that's the future. That's the vision for all things. So now let's have a look at the vision for us as individuals, because it's great to know that that's the vision uh, and the future for all things. How about us? Yeah? How about us? I want to talk a little bit about vision. Um, sometimes at this time of year, we always speak about vision at, at the start, the, the fresh beginning of a new year. And a lot of times, well, yeah, a lot of times, myself included, we tend to um, fixate on one part of what vision is. Um, it's about this time of year where we all decide to get healthy. I know I have done that. I'm like on a probiotic right now. Uh, I'm thinking about doing intermittent fasting. I've heard that's really good for your, good for you on a cellular level. Um, and I'm thinking about doing cold shock therapy, getting in the cold, exposure. Shout out to Wim Hof if anyone knows who that is, but probably not. That's cool. Um, look him up if you want, the Iceman. Um, but back to the topic. Um, we make all these uh, decisions. We start to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to start setting goals for my life, yeah? And so when we come to talk about vision, a lot of the times we get fixated that vision for us is just about our goals. So we might think, okay, well, it's vision time. I've got to get some goals. I've got to become a better person. Uh, I've got to read the Bible more. Uh, I've got to pray more. I've got to be uh, doing more stuff. Uh, so you set all these goals. And I would say that vision is probably not so much about goal setting, but it's much, much more about perspective. When the Bible talks about vision, it's got far more to do with the way we see the world than setting goals. Um, so let's just have a look at the word perception. It's a great word. I haven't done this in a long time. I feel like I'm young again. Who loves to feel young again? I'm going to do a dictionary uh, reading. How good is that? We're going to read something out of the dictionary. Haven't done it so long. Feel young. I'm all about it. 2017, feeling young. Perspective. It's a particular attitude towards or way of regarding something. A point of view. Um, so cinnamons are... Cinnamons? Did I say cinnamons? Oh, in a minute fasting. Synonyms, cinnamon, synonyms are outlook, 
for perspective, it's outlook, uh, point of view, standpoint, position, uh, your stand on the matter, your stance on the matter. Uh, it's your attitude towards, it's your frame of mind, uh, it's your frame of reference, uh, it's your approach to things, it's a way of looking and thinking at the world, uh, it's your interpretation of the world and, our, and your surroundings. So perspective is our starting point. Perspective shapes how you live in the world. This is why vision is talked about so strongly. It's because however you perceive is how you, it's, it will shape you and it will directly affect how you live, what you value. Um, it, it shapes everything about you. It, it starts with you, the way you see the world, the way you see God, the way you see yourself, the way you see your brother or your sister. This is perception, and this is what I would say that the Bible is actually um, speaking to is our vision. It's our perception. It's how we perceive things. Um, so, yeah, perception shapes how you live in the world. Now, Jesus... He um, gave us... Uh, don't you love Jesus? <laughs> uh, in the Bible, I love all the hints and tips he gives us. And I love how sometimes we just forget that there's incredible hints and tips on, on how to live in the world. And, and we sometimes just forget that it's, it's all there and we can work things out. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Um, but Jesus gives us a hint and a tip at the best way to be in the world. He, he's giving us the, the fundamental perception, our, our fundamental individual vision for how we should conduct ourselves in the world. How we, how we perceive everything starts from this uh, starting point, this stance. And to understand that, we've got to know a little bit about commandments. The Jewish people, uh, some, I guess, maybe saw them as rules to live by, but commandments were really about, and this is, this is the interesting thing, those, those ten commandments that we see in the, um, back in Exodus, uh, these ten commandments were really about the best way to be in the world. They weren't about rules and what to do and what not to do, it was really about if you want to know how to be human and live the fullest experience, if you... If you follow these simple hints and tips, you will find that this is the best way to be in the world. And you will experience life to the fullest if you follow these simple tips. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so, Matthew 22, 36 to 40, if you want to open that one up, we can have a look at this uh, scripture. I'm going to fly through it. No, I'm not. I'm going to take my time says this, uh, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Or which, you can rephrase that as, which is the best way to be in the world? You really can. And um, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment slash way to be in the world. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets 
hang on these two commandments. Pretty um, interesting. That's, so Jesus gets asked a question by a Pharisee about which is the, the, great, the best way to be in the world. Um, and he tells him, the greatest way to be in the world is to love God and love others. That's the starting point. That's, the, the, that's where we as individuals start to perceive vision. That's where we start to perceive this where we move from in this un- understanding, this idea that, like I said at the very start, that we are loved by God and that our role in this world and the best way for us to be in this world, keeping in mind that there's the restoration, reconciliation and renewal of all things, the best way for us to be in this world and in this vision for the earth is to simply love God and love others. Now, you can blow up love God and love others into a million different um, ways and in a million different themes. There's, there's no limit to how you, as an individual, love God. You love God in, in all the beautiful ways that you do, and you can love others in all the beautiful ways that you do. This is a beautiful thing, but that's our starting point. That's our perception. That's where we begin to perceive life from. You with me? Yes. Very, very good. Um, so, could I, why did I write that, Luke? So, could I be so bold <laughs> as to say that life is about a loving relationship between God and people? So good. With this as our perspective and starting point, or should I say this as the basis of our personal vision, may we know that we are personally invited into the grand scheme of the restoration, reconciliation, and renewal of all things. And that as we love God and love people, we are playing our part in this incredible redemption story that's unfolding before our eyes. What does that mean for us It means that your perspective needs to start from the understanding that we are loved by God and all we need to do to play our part is to be driven and motivated by this simple thing, love God and love others. Now, in the context of this church, there are so many ways in which we can do that. There are so many ways in which we can do that. And I want to encourage us as we learn this year about how to rest in God and not work out of um, uh, lack but how we learn to work from a position of restoration. I want us to learn that we can all play our part in this incredible thing called C3 Tugra. And church, I, I think this year, I, I, I said, I've probably said this the last two years, but I mean it every time. This is our greatest year yet. And I, strong, I, I truly believe, I see, it's the beautiful thing about God that the best is always yet to come. I'm seeing people all throughout the congregation where your best days are ahead of you and where you're going to learn to live life more abundantly and that it's not a hard slog as what we thought and that it's a lot more simpler than we thought. There's rest this year. There's peace this year. There's restoration this year. There's reconciliation. There's renewal this year, church. 
That is the destiny. That is the vision for the earth. We're playing a part of it. We're all invited by the divine. God himself invites you to play your part in this redemptive process that's taking place all across the world. This is our vision. This is the vision for the, for the world we live in. And this is the vision for us. hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.